Inside the halls of American hospitals, millions of people find comfort, healing, and support. But for many doctors and nurses, this couldn't be further from the truth. This podcast will dive into the shadows of American healthcare to investigate and uncover the abuse, control, and political power plays that leave the very people responsible for our nation's health broken and battered. We're sharing stories of professionals in medicine that have experienced horrendous treatment at the hands of a broken system that does nothing to stop the trauma. As the Association of American Medical Colleges states, long before the Me Too movement, women in medicine have instinctively banded together to counter a culture that too often tolerated harassment. From systemic trauma to abusive power to the unspoken rules of cover-ups and corruption, Mandy Irby and Phoebe will take you to the darkest corners of healthcare in America so you can have an inside look at bringing humanity back to medicine. Sensitive content warning. This podcast will share details of triggering subjects such as sexual assault and workplace violence. So if you aren't in a space to listen, respect your mental health and tune in again at another time. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Pulse Check Podcast. I'm Hehe. And I'm Mandy. And today we're diving into Nurses Week. So this topic was one that I approached Mandy about and I said, I want to talk about Nurses Week and all of these like silly, stupid, worthless gifts that (laughs) nurses get. And that's exactly how I kind of reacted, Mandy. I was laughing about it. The whole like, you're terrific and you get one single bag of tea. They can't even give you a box of tea bags, like just one single tea bag. Like you rock and it's literally a rock with squiggly eyes, just stupid shit. For nurses, like people who literally have saved lives in a pandemic and they get pizza parties, right? Like I have always found it to be humorous because what else are you going to do? Like, this is what it is. We might as well laugh about it. And when I brought this to Mandy, Mandy was like, actually, he, this is abuse and you're not recognizing it. Like, let me help you. See things a little clearer. And so uh, this episode started as an idea to be kind of comedic relief. But I think through conversation, you're going to realize like, wow, there's a lot of really scary and coercive things happening within Nurses Week to keep nurses not only in their jobs and at the bedside, but under the thumb of their admin. So Andy. Sorry, not sorry. I do take it to a dark place. I just told he, he, we should have pressed record eight minutes ago because I get this text recently and he, he was like, I am getting some hysterical nurse gifts. Like I want to talk about this. This is hysterical. And we have talked about this in the past. And I was like, Oh, I wonder like what that's going to be all about. Like, I can't wait to hear that. And to hear that you have a person in your life who talks to you about their nurse gift that they get every year and you see them around this time in the spring and you see them in person and they kind of unload and they're with people that they love and that love them. And they, what do they rant about it or do they laugh about it? Yeah. It's always in laughing matter, but at the end of the conversation, we all do an ode to like, that's really fucked up. We're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, a good, like, 
review of that year. And that person obviously needs to share the bullshit that went down at work last week or a few days ago. Can you believe this happened? And it totally activated me to be honest. And I just couldn't even try to laugh about it. Like he he was like, no, but this rock, this rock, this you rock, like that's some funny shit. And we need to be lighthearted sometimes. And I'm like, yes, I agree. I just came from a preschool morning event and I, we were all like dressing up and doing crafts, very lighthearted. I love that. And then you're like, these are funny. And I just can't, I can't get there because here I am like Debbie Downer. He, he's like, what do you think about the rock with Google eyes? And I'm like, I think it's manipulative. And I think that no other, what other profession would take shit like that? Would you ever received a gift like that from your parent, from a grown up in your life, grown up? See, I was at a preschool. Would you ever receive that gift from the person that you're with 40 to 50 hours a week? Anyone that you're with, would you ever feel respected if you ever received one tea bag as your annual gift to show your, their appreciation of how important you are, or just to celebrate you in a little way? I'm wearing my mother's day clothes today. I wish that we hadn't spent money on this. Honestly, here we are. (laughs) Or I'm like, you, if I were to use that money, just like I would tell a hospital, like I would have done it differently, but I wore it because it's, it signals to the other person who gave the gift to me. I appreciate the gift because I understand what came behind it. They spent time picking this out for me. They thought, you know, you're so pretty and these earrings are so pretty like this. Like, okay, yeah, I do always wear flamingo earrings. No, but you know, my kids, like my partner, they were like, we know you love pretty things and bright colors. I'm like, oh yes, this is exactly what makes me feel loved, right? It's not what I would have picked out. And I'm not saying that I don't pick out tea sometimes. That's fine. But if someone is trying to celebrate you or show your appreciation, would it ever be If my kids made a rock and said, I thought about this, this, you know, has your hair and the dog's tail and look, it has my eyes and look at all everyone in the family. Like a thoughtful gift is one thing, a joke to joke about how little they are giving and how little effort, time, money, attention that they are putting into something. And then to write the same thing on a little card or to print a thing that they put up on the wall in the bathroom, a little sign that says, we value you. It just really misses the mark. And in any other situation in my life, in your life, in other professions, that is gross. It's gross. And it's not coming from a child. It's coming from an employer and it's coming from someone who gives gifts to other folks in their life and they don't make googly eye rocks for them and they don't make a popsicle Christmas tree ornament. Like they don't even give them a gift card to their own business, right? Like I've gotten $5 towards lunch from the cafeteria. You cannot get a meal for $5. So that is mostly like a discounted lunch. It's an $8 meal and I pay three. It expires in 28 days. So that's almost like giving someone a goldfish. Hey, I'm going to be back to see if it's alive, but like no pressure, but 
here's a goldfish. And you're like, oh my God, I need a tank. I need rocks. I need time. I need food. I need to learn about this goldfish. Okay. A gift card isn't all that, but I do need to get lunch relief. I do need to ask someone for help to get this done. I do need to go down there and still pay money for it. That's not a gift. That's a signal. It pisses me off because these people, the people that are doing this, they're in charge of this tiny budget for all of these staff all over the country know how to show appreciation to someone. And they just refuse to do it on nurses week in any sort of meaningful way. And with the internet and with everyone talking and nurses talking to each other, I think that's the best part. And he, he was like, Oh my gosh, that that's the funny part is like seeing everyone's stories. And I'm like, that's actually the really important part that nurses, in my opinion, are listening to, they are paying attention to, they are not laughing about is like, hold up just one MFing minute. You got a rock with googly eyes. You got a tea. You got a water cup with like a, a hospital logo on it. So to me, it looked like they just went to the back and like got some merch. Like how many employees do you have? 53. Okay. Here's a box of 60 flat water bottles that we've never been able to get rid of. I would have rather had five pens, right? The clicky kind blue or black ink <laughs> pens are valuable, more valuable than this thing, which went right into the trash, which also I hate. I was telling he, he, if they planted a tree for every unit, every person, every baby that we caught that year, like that's meaningful and doesn't pollute the environment, <laughs> which is where all these nurse gifts go. I think the, the important part to everyone sharing the shit they get is sharing the language around how insignificant that is, how demeaning, how disrespectful, how it's happening everywhere. It's almost like code, like nurse management code. They're like, all right, well, I got this tiny budget and what can we get? Can we get like a pack of Skittles? Like what can we get for everyone with this tiny budget instead of nurse managers sharing language around how to advocate for nurses on the unit to show value? That's not what's happening. What's happening is every nurse manager, everyone in charge of nurses week in the country is just like, yeah, I mean, everyone else is getting shitty gifts and it's fine. You know what we tell them when they don't like it? We tell them how ungrateful they are. We tell them how anyone would be happy to be in their position because they have a secure job. They have job security and they can feed their family because they have an income coming in. Yeah. Earlier you said they uh, might say things like people are lining up to be like a nurse or to like be in your position. And I just want to know like who, who are these people that are lining up and like <laughs> rushing into healthcare as we're coming to the tail end of a pandemic? Aren't we in some sort of like nursing shortage that they already created by not treating people well and forcing them from the bedside? Be grateful. Don't complain. They even say, we don't want to hear any feedback. We know this isn't as good as it could have been. And they give all these reasons why it's not their fault. You know, they didn't give me the budget to do what I really wanted. So we did this instead and give it to your kids and let them play with it or something just like <laughs> they're qualifying a shitty gift with shitty qualifiers that don't make any sense. Not everyone has kids like stop. Why wouldn't you give something that you thought I would find valuable? Or if you can't do something else. And 
it's not realistic. So there's been a nursing shortage for how many decades, right? We've all heard ever since all of us have been school, been in school, it's a nursing shortage. You should be so grateful. And then it's impossible to go into L and D they don't hire new grads. It's impossible to go into L and D. It's so hard. You should be so grateful that you're here. Okay. Well, it's a nursing shortage, or I should be so grateful that I'm here. What is it? And that's where he was like, it's a fucking abusive relationship (laughs) because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. They are giving me a gift and then telling me I should like it because I should be so grateful for my job. I am grateful for my job. And this gift is shitty and offensive. And it's just beyond not funny. Like it used to be funny where we would be like, oh my God, did you see the gift this year? And we're like, really, it couldn't have gotten worse from last year, but it did. And it would be funny if you had like a backup gift and you were like, oh my God, that was so funny. But you actually got me a sweatshirt or. (laughs) So that's my question. What do you think would be good gifts? Like getting all of your nurses, a nice comfy blanket that goes in their home. Staffing and pay. I want safe staffing and I want pay that aligns with the value that I bring Mm. to the hospital. You can't have a hospital without nurses. Stop acting like you can. Mm -hmm. If you want to have a hospital without nurses, then do it, but you're not there yet. No one's there yet. They can't do telehealth 100%. You do need nurses to run your machines. You do need nurses to get into the med drawers. You need nurses. So pay I can say this. I own a business and I pay people. Same. Well. Right. Pay people well. Well. Pay people well. Same. And you know, and they know, we all know this business runs because we are both here doing our unique jobs to run it. It is not an abusive relationship where I say, I'm sorry, I have to pay you less this year. Mm -hmm. And then I have them do my books. And my books show record profits and I don't explain or close those gaps or put the dots together about what's going on. No, that doesn't happen in our businesses. Nope. And I want transparency. I want to be paid. Like I'm valued on that in that business. I don't want to be lied to. I don't want to be gaslit. I don't need a gift. I don't want to be in a profession that has a week. I don't want to be in a profession that has a day because I think that that is professions that are inherently undervalued and underpaid. There is not a lawyer day where everyone gets lawyers, a tea bag. There might be, but no one fucking knows about it because it's not a big damn deal. Just like mother's day and teacher appreciation week. We don't need weeks. We need year round support, just year round. Good treatment. It's it's almost like guilt. I've I've really mistreated you for so long that I should get you a coffee cup one day a year. It turns into like a hospital staff appreciation. Like it is not really nurse appreciation week. It's just words. It doesn't mean anything. I want to be in the meetings. I want to make the policies. I want to be valued as doing an individual job. I I want you to know what I do. I want a definition for advocacy for my role because I became a nurse to be an advocate. And then I'm gaslit into, you are the patient advocate. You advocate for all of our policies. Like what the 
<laughs> so I don't need a day for nurses week. I would want to bring my family to work day. I wouldn't want to bring my college roommate or like my college bestie to work with me and be like, I want you to see what I do. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Cause we never get to show people what we do. My yeah, sister, my sister recently had a baby. Maybe we should have a podcast about me transitioning into aunthood because I have a lot of feels about that. Yeah, <laughs> we should. We should just because I want to talk to you about it and we might as well press record. I wonder if anyone else is experiencing that as a nurse and then a family member experiences it. Is that like a total mind trip? Like mm-hmm. it is for, it was for my sister to be like, oh my God, this is what you do. She, I was like, this is, this is what I do. This is what I'm really good at. This is what I do. No one ever knew. Your partners don't know. I would love for people to see what I do. Yeah. I think we would be valued differently if we saw that. Oh my God. Teachers. Like I knew teachers had a hard job and then I have my kids and I'm like, it's impossible what you do. Maybe I'm just teaching because of that. It was too much for me. I was in early childhood. It's impossible. Too much. Even with infants and toddlers, the education system itself is so fucked just yeah. like nursing. And just I, like nursing. I couldn't be within it like that. Just like I said earlier, there's not money in the world that you could pay me to be a nurse right now. Right. But we should be so grateful. So grateful. Well, I think that that rhetoric, those stories are slowly uh, being less common. I know it's still abusive to hear. You can't not like this gift because you have a job. Like this stuff just doesn't, it just doesn't add up. And it is so he, he, when you were asking me questions and you were like, well, did you get anything? Do you laugh about it? Aren't these things like so wild? They're funny. You didn't find it funny. (laughs) I didn't find it funny. And I think that, and I hope that at least in the spaces that I'm in, in the online space, nurses are able to reach out to each other and talk about this and realize like, it's really bad everywhere. And it feels really bad and it feels abusive. And it feels, you know, when I say no one should take that shit, I wouldn't take that from the people that I love. I wouldn't give them a gift like that. I would write them a long card and spend no money before I would spend $3 on some logo merch that is useless and it's going to be thrown away and people can see right through it. And then just be like, you should be grateful. I'm even giving you something that's harmful. It's gross. It's manipulative. And when you're in it, you can't always see that you can't, that is what you hear. That's the rhetoric. And then when you go to another place, that's what they say too. And so then you think, well, I am grateful for this job. I just think that you cover really, really, really scary shit up with pizza sometimes. And night shift never gets it. And all of this is like favorite kid behavior and like abusive parenting, abusive relationship behavior. You can't see it when you're in it. But I think that because of the interwebs, these Facebook groups, TikTok, because of Instagram and some of the nurse influencers and some of the OBGY influencers as helpful or as problematic as these folks are that we see, they are talking about these topics and we're able to even read the comments and decipher for ourselves and be like, oh my gosh, this is a pattern. 
this is gross. We shouldn't take this shit. I really think it's important that we are continuing to talk about it on a national level and we are continuing to encourage each other and build each other up, use shared language around this is this is not even funny. It's not appropriate. This is harmful. It perpetuates an abusive relationship. It perpetuates mistreatment and manipulation. And we're beyond rocks and tea. We're now at, I'm leaving until I see, or, or I'm going to where I can find safe staffing. I'm going to where I can find pay that matches the value, or at least closer matches my value to this company. And not everyone is able to do all of those in the same ways, but I think we have more opportunities with the internet and with this information that we're sharing with each other. And I don't think that you should shy away from having these conversations with people in your life as well. Just like Mandy kind of enlightened me today. It's hard for us on the outside. I'm not a nurse, right? So I saw these things. I saw nurses laughing about it. I too thought it was funny. It, It was, I didn't have any way of seeing that inside. So don't be afraid to tell your parents, your siblings, your best friends, or other nurses on your floor, like, hey, this is problematic. It's actually not funny. It should be very offensive to you or it is very offensive to me. So I would appreciate it if you didn't make light of it. I think that a lot of people who are laughing, especially on the outside, if they're not in the medical field, they probably are laughing because they don't know what else to do and they don't know kind of the dark side of this. I know I certainly didn't. So you don't have to just be around people who are making light of it and hold your tongue. I think a lot of people don't know. Yeah. It's important. And for consumers to be asking, like, like you and I have talked about those important questions of their hospitals, if they have the ability to make a choice, then they should be asking about nurse to patient ratios before they go in. They should be asking about nurse pay. You can look that up. That's public and political. You can, have, you can look up what the CEOs make. You can look up some things about their profits. Some things are published and, oh my gosh, I just saw a TikTok yesterday about Oh, I'll have to look it up to be able to say it right, but about hospitals publicizing their prices. So choose to go to, choose to pay, choose to receive care if you can from places that are safer for nurses and staff, they're going to be safer for consumers as well. Yeah. Happy nurses equals better outcomes, patient satisfaction, safety, everything. Um, Really, we want our hospital staff to be well taken care of. It really does pay off for literally everyone. Yeah. Thanks for bringing this up, Hee Hee. And I'm sorry I brought you down with it because I I do want to make rocks with googly eyes with my kids. I just would never ship one to you and say, you rock, rock. friend, (laughs) except you. I think you would like it for like a little desk desk bobble but in real life would you give that to your assistants no No. No. yeah you're right you're right it is rude and demeaning and disrespectful and I see that I totally do I'm glad we had this conversation thanks I'm glad too and I am a little dummy donor but I do respect when the influencers you know when the nurses the public nurses talk about it they share it in a way that's accessible for everyone like you said they share it to bring folks in in the comments though that's some shit when you have a thousand people saying I got toilet paper because I'm extra strong like no 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 
but that's also very helpful to see the insides of healthcare, which is what we're doing here on the podcast. If you want to chat with us, tell us your story about inside the walls of healthcare, find us on Instagram and you can see the link in there with the Google form, fill it out. You can be on our calendar and we will record with you. We're at pulsecheck.podcast and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We wanted to leave you with a quick stat and something to think about until we see you next time. According to a 2018 report from the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine, the prevalence of sexual harassment in academic medicine is almost double that of other science and engineering specialties. This presents a serious danger that ripples into patient safety, clinical outcomes, and burnout, which leads to costly loss of talent. How much safer could medicine be if nurses and physicians weren't also battling sexual harassment day in and day out? If you or anyone you know has a story to share, please contact us on Instagram at pulsecheck.podcast. We'd love to share your story.